Good morning, I'm Emma. And I'm Lucy. And before we get cracking, we thought we'd just give you a little explanation as to what this is. Um, So this is the podcast taken from our daily live stream Instagram show. In which people comment along in the chat. So if you hear us talking to anyone or about anyone, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, they're not all just in the living room. (laughs) So grab a coffee. Draw on a moustache. And enjoy. Oh, we're being told off. Why? Dory says, and what time do you call this? Oh, it's 34 minutes past. We're sorry. We had technological issues. Because we always have technological issues. Yep. Because Sky is run by... Sky is run by... Squirrels. Squirrels that have got a vendetta against humans. I know. i tell you what Sky is run by. Sky. <laughs> Derry says he's marking us both as late. No, sir, please. please! I actually had to deliver a really important note. And I had to go with her. And we had to, ho- to take it we- together. We had to take it together because it was a really big note. It was it a was huge note. So big. It was about the size of an airplane hanger. Do you remember doing that as a kid when the, when the teacher would be like, who's going to take the register back to the office? And it always took two children. Yes. And you'd walk, along, walk along the corridor. Either what the the stronger of the pair would would wrestle the uh, the register register from the other one mm. and carry it while the other person walked behind them sullenly mm. or if you were best friends <laughs> you would each hold the other side of mm. the of the register mm. and walk along in a sort of crab like fashion oh. down the corridor sort of, yes doing it as a, as a just as a health and safety measure we're sharing yes making sure that Everybody gets all the paper cuts. Derry says, you've been both been here long enough. You should know how long you need to get to lessons. <laughs> yeah, that's that, true. That is true. We definitely should know how long it takes us to get to lessons. That's true. That was the problem. That was, you couldn't, you didn't have, you couldn't use that excuse anymore by the end of year seven, could you? No. You've been here long enough. You know how long it takes you to get from the science block to art. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I saw other people have this experience. I was always on time. Of course you were always on time. Such a geek. Uh, <laughs> Digital says, so your school taught only the strongest to survive. A Darwinian. <laughs> it, was a very, it's a, it was a Darwinian school. Yes. But that was a thing, right? What? Taking the register back to the office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm still... I'm talking primary school. I, I do it in high school when I teach... Holding the when, when I teach When I teach uh, in high schools, not I'm in high school, when I teach in high schools, yes. I still get a kick out of everyone being the one that's like, oh, miss, can I take the register back? Can I take the register can back? Can I take the register back, miss? Do you need someone to take the register back? Yeah, two of you. Doesn't take 12 of you. Yes, it does. Everybody holding a tiny corner of the <laughs> register. Who knew registers were so weighty? I know. Uh, Doe says it's actually one person to run the register to uh, run the register to safety and one to hold the highwayman of ambushes. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what you need. Really, is a gunner. That's yeah. what you've. <laughs> you need well. Ideally, you need one at the front and one flanking you. Yes. So you've got just all... with. 
with a small firearm. Yes. Just making sure that the highwaymen stay away from your register. From the precious, precious register. In the middle of a tiny village. <laughs> Digital said, stand and deliver the register. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's face it, the woman that worked in the office was pretty fearsome. She was. She was. Is that part of the requisite of the job? Yeah, basically, working in a school office, you have to be kind of a dick. Like, <laughs> and we're going to get complaints, aren't we? My mum works in a school Actually, office. Actually, my mum works in a school and office. She's, she's really nice. No, I'm sure she's lovely to you, but I bet she's a dick to whoever it is that brings the register back. Because that is, I think that's probably on your job application when you apply to work in an off in mm. a school office specifically. They, you know, they're like, you know, what are your skill sets? Can you make sarcastic comments? Yeah. Can you look disapprovingly at children? Can you try and discipline children even though it's not your job? Can you tut? What's your tutting like? Yeah. Go on, give us a tut. Oh, oh that's quite. That's quite. That's quite. Yours is quite subtle. Yeah, that's what makes it harsher. Mine mine is quite an aggressive tut. <laughs> is it going to be like the calming voice? Ooh. <laughs> it's not a tut, that's a... <laughs> oh, that got confused. That's how, you fuck, that's how you fuck up your interview to be a... To be, an, <laughs> to, be, to be a lady that works in the office. Can you tut? No. No. You, you clopped. The, out. <laughs> you, you're not a pony. This is not a, an establishment for horses. <laughs> This is for education of the nation. We do not accept ponies in here. We would say, go away, ponies. Get your education in a more specialised school that's probably more equipped to your field. Yeah. Uh, get it? Field. Bin. Go on, off you pop. Debbie says, this, oh, the school office ladies were all lovely in my schools. Well, bully for you. Do you even school office, brah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even office, though? Do you even office, bro? Do you even register, bro? Do you even, like, take the register, bro? <laughs> Do you, though? Do you? <laughs> so aggressive. We're bringing so much aggressive energy to this morning's coffee morning. Digital <laughs> uh, says, Emma interviewing a secretary for the position. Go on, love. Give us a chat. Go on, love. Give us a chat. Go on, give us a chat! Fucking hell. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one that time. <laughs> It's the it's the visceral reaction that I receive from you whenever I do my calming voice that makes it all all you, the more worthwhile. Do you know what I've noticed though? I've noticed that as you started doing as um on the graph as calming voice <laughs> has increased. Yeah. Do you know what else has increased? What Lucy's heart palpitations. <laughs> now you can't go blaming me for your heart troubles. I mean, I know cause does not equal effect, but I mean, um, doesn't equal. Cause doesn't equal. Symptom doesn't. Cause doesn't. No smoke without fire. You can kill two birds with one stone. You can kill two birds. (laughs) You can. You could kill two birds. (laughs) That's the whole statement. You could kill two birds. You. That's it. That's where it stops. Yeah. Derry says go to a school that serves sugar lumps at break. (laughs) What? Did you went? Give you sugar lumps at break. That's a pony school. Oh, that's the pony. That's the first story. I, I forgot about the ponies. That's a pony school no, for not the a, horses. Not not at the pony school. Oh, you don't want to feed them sugar lumps at break. They won't concentrate in their classes. Well, the ponies they'll, might. They'll be running around crazy. Uh, digital says post hoc ergo proctor hoc. Latin. That was in a play that I did. Oh, don't know what it means. What does it mean? Oh, can't remember. Oh, the lawyer character said it. Oh, 
Persogogo, Brother Hawk. I don't know what that means. I, I should know. We're not going to Google it. No. No. Should we get some coffee and I'll draw on a moustache? All right. Because we've got quite a fun one today. I'm excited. There we go. Correlation does, isn't causation, but there have been more COVID cases the more Emma used her calming voice. <laughs> Am I the super spreader? No, <laughs> just your calming voice. Like, it's because people can hear me in their homes and, and, and they're, they're like, Aah! and they panic and they just run into the streets and lick people. <laughs> and then breathe on them. Yeah, oh, just all breathing and breathing. It's a way of coping with the void. It's a coping mechanism. Mechanism. Coping mechanism. All right, lovely. Okay, I'm doing coffee. I'm doing mustache. And then before, but before we start, because I've got to do a little speech, remember? You've got to do a little speech. I, did, I said... Oh, you are doing a little speech. Okay, yeah. no, I remember. Um, yeah, go on, do your little speech. Okay, so this episode of Coffee Mornings, uh, I'm going to issue a trigger warning here. Uh, we will be talking about murder, and we will be talking about uh, death, and we'll be talking about uh, crimes of murder. If that's not something that you think you can handle, if it's a bit of a... You know, if we're going to be talking about violence... If it's something you can't handle, don't worry, absolutely fine. Take a few deep breaths, one long deep breath in, seven, seven short, short, sharp, sharp breaths out. <laughs> it won't make you feel better, but it is something to fill the time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, then, then you know, join us, join us for the next episode. This is the trigger warning. It's not going to be too graphic, but I just want people to know that just, we're, we're going to be talking the... about bodies, we're going to be talking about murder, we're going to be talking about... All of Pooglet's and Craigle's favourite things. Yes. Basically. So, trigger warning now. Fair warning, kittens. Yeah, and be- before we get to the, the, the more violent point, I will say, I will go, trigger warning! Yes. Yes. Very loudly. Okay. Do, you can do the trigger warning trumpet. Trigger warning trumpet! Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay, trigger warning trumpet yeah, is issued. That's... We're going to be talking about, well, we're going to be solving some murder. I am so excited. This is so my jam. Okay, you ready? This is my gosling jam. Okay, you ready? Yes, I'm ready! (laughs) On the adventures of Mrs. Gosling. That's me. Okay. I've missed it. I'm excited to go on and... Yeah! Yes. Okay. Yes. Let me tell you a tale. (gasps) One of darkness, horror, and murder. Oh, stop it. The year is 1828. Oh, God. And Edinburgh is being haunted by two loathsome monsters. <gasps> what, what? People are going missing, oh. both living and those already put to rest. Oh, holy shit. You and Robin. I'm actually, I'm tearing up a bit. I'm so excited. Yeah. You and Asa, both wrapped up in dark cloaks against the winter rain beating down upon you, look at one another. You tell her that the police station is just up ahead, saying... Yeah, oh! It's, it's over there! <laughs> you dick. <laughs> That's how people greet each other in Edinburgh. In 1828. In 1820. Oh, it's just over there, you dick. there. <laughs> it's over there. Okay, um... Saying, you manage to fight your way through the wind and arrive at the station with the police lamp swinging and creaking above you. Oh God, why is it so creepy? You enter. Somebody oil that. For God's sake, <laughs> that's not helping. That's not helping. It's scary. That's frightening for people about to solve crimes. <laughs> yes. You enter. Yes. There is a large police officer named. <laughs> 
Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Muck Seagal, we're in Edinburgh. Steven Muck Seagal. <laughs> So there's totally a, lost it. Ready five minutes in. Yeah. There's a large police officer Called named Stephen Muxigal. Muxigal. Oh, Stevie Muxigal. Stevie Muxigal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. And he tells you that uh, that the two suspects are in interview room two. You ask their names, and he replies. I asked their names. No, no. Well, you I'm asked sorry. for the two suspects in interview room two. Yeah. So Terry says, oh, Emma, get more sleep. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Right. I asked for their names. Okay. Yeah. And Stephen McSigal <laughs> says, <laughs> Burke and Hare. Yes. Arrested on suspicion of murder and body snatching. Oh, God. So, yeah. you enter the room. Yes. The two men are chained up. Yeah. You turn to Asa, who looks at them with hunger in her eyes, that you're not quite sure that you like the look of. Oh. So she's like... Oh. Because they're like murdery... Murdery bad murdery people. Murdery bad people. So that sort of... That probably speaks to a part of Asa. That... It's set her demon senses are tingling. Oh, and they like your spidey senses, but a little bit scarier. A bit terrifying. Oh, just a bit fucking horrifying. <laughs> a bit fucking haunting. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> bit sort of worst nightmare sort oh, of thing anyway shit, yeah. they glance at her in terror and look at you you smile of course I do because I'm I'm charming Asa has many uses intimidation is one of them apparently oh of course we are very much the good cop bad cop but you're the bad cop am I? yeah why? because you're just your wayward Cause style because I'm, I'm bad at being a cop you're... <laughs> that's not how that works that's not how any of this works I'm the bad cop because I'm shit at my job <laughs> it's a really different interviewing technique <laughs> you come and you're like look it's okay we're gonna go easy on you and then the other one just goes Whoa! and just bops him on the nose tell us <laughs> what? Why'd you do that for? What is this good cop mental cop? <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. a TV series I want to see. <laughs> good, good cop mental cop. That is that is the TV series we're. <laughs> he bursts in. The good cop bursts into the bank robbery and goes freeze. Put your hands up, and then he turns around, and mental cop is just eating paper. <laughs> He's got a banana in each ear. <laughs> Just just Why have you got bananas in your ears? I'm a mental cop! Mental cop! I want to hear the fruits! (laughs) I want to hear the fruits! (laughs) Oh god! Oh god! We've not even had any coffee yet. I've had like two sips. I did put about four scoops in again though. Bad, bad cop, ineffective cop is is what is what is what Dewey says. Okay, Holy right. Shit. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. You take a seat in front of them and look at the case file. Can I sit backwards on my chair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with your legs are straddling? Yeah, just sliding one leg over. Look, fellas. 
No! Yeah. You take a seat in front of them and look at the case file. You need to... What you need to find out... <laughs> She's just... Emma's just spat her coffee back into her mug. Like a mad person. Sorry, sorry. I just read what Debbie wrote and it really made me giggle. You said, here the freeze was rejected by Skittles as a slogan. You've just gobbed in your own coffee. I gobbed in my own coffee and I've spilt it on my knee. <laughs> oh God! Sorry. Taste, taste the wrecking ball. Hear the fruit. Hear the fruits. Oh, the songs they sing. Oh God! I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you take a look at the case file. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink my gold coffee. Yeah. What you need to do is find out as much information as possible, starting with A. Yeah. How many people have you killed? Right. B. How did you kill them? Right. C. What did you do with the bodies? Or D, if you were a drink, what drink would you be in? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, D is probably the Mrs. Gosling line of questioning. <laughs> so, like, if you were a colour, how does it smell? <laughs> <laughs> just, just leaning on my hand, like, so, uh, you going anywhere nice this year? No, because you're going to jail! And just sort of gently slap them both side of the head. <laughs> no, what I might do is just ruffle their hair. You little scamps. Oh, you little scamps. Murdering again. Um, I think what what they did with the bodies, surely. No. You, How many what are you starting with? Oh, what am I starting with? We, her, 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 how many people did you kill? Her, how did you kill them? No. What are you doing? A. <laughs> I'm just going to put you in misery. because. <laughs> <laughs> how many people did you kill? Yes. You... And then I'm a ruffle. Uh, Derry says, Mrs. Gosling interviewing crimi- criminals with a paper fortune teller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Digital says, previously on Good Cop, Mental Cop, who murdered the mayor? Main suspect is that Kiwi, and we're not talking about New Zealanders. <laughs> oh, God. That is literally, that's where we're at, really, isn't it? That is where we're at. Great. Good Cop, Good, Mental Cop. Good Cop, Mental Cop. How many people did you kill? Ooh. <laughs> and then just flick them. Yeah, I'm just going to flick them on the end of and the they nose. Go, ah. Like a dog. Bad. Bad criminal. <laughs> bad, bad, bad murderer. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Okay, so. It's going really well so far. I'm really pleased. So uh, they look at each other. Silence between them. Yeah, what the fuck is going on here? Asa, who is standing in a shadowy corner. Of course she is. That's where she lives. Coughs a little. Oh, does she? Burke looks up at her, then at you, and mutters, Ten? A, ten. B, five. C, sixteen. Or D, is she all right? Is she? D. Is she all right? Is she, she got, all right? Is she dripping with COVID? <laughs> dripping. Dripping with COVID. Um, I think, probably, I mean, like, ten and five are both very round numbers, so I'm going to go with sixteen. Well done! Oh. Burke and Hare murdered sixteen people. Holy between January and October, they were very busy. Who were Birkenhair killed 16 people. 10 months. That's more than one a month. 10 months. That is more than one a month. That's very busy. That is one and a half a month. How do you find the time? I don't know. <laughs> In between. It takes me like three weeks to work up to cutting my toenails. I mean, I, that sounds so gross. I cut my toenails. You do cut your toenails. But sometimes, sometimes it does take... Yeah. Three weeks. Uh, Digital says, Asa doesn't find the shadows. 
the light is just scared. <laughs> oh, that is the perfect summary. That is quote of the day. Uh, ten points to digital. Ten points. Ten points to digital. That's a t-shirt. Yeah, Asa doesn't find the, find the shadows. The light is just, just scared. Oh, that's in our goth range. Oh, <gasps> oh, don't tell me things like that. We are going to have a goth range. Oh, don't tell me things like that. When we when we finally have a merch range, the merchandise range. <laughs> The Mrs. Gosling merch range. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You smile. Yeah. An admission of guilt so soon. I know. I mean, I mean, that was easy, wasn't it? But this is... It was a flick on the nose. That's what done it. <laughs> Bad criminal. But this night is far from over. Yes. You give them a speech warning Burke and Hare of the dangers of lying. That it will be better if they tell you everything. So they should tell you where they committed the murders, oh, saying... Thank, thank God. Sorry. Oh... Is this me giving my speech? Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, thank God, I thought you were going to make me do the speech. No, you've got to give us a speech. <laughs> my, my, uh, my, my speech. Your speech that you give to Burke and Hare to but, make them confess to, everything. To make them confess everything. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, hang on, I'm just remembering it. <laughs> you can't. It was such a long time ago. <sighs> Go on, bullshit your way out of that. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious, really, isn't it? Because because <laughs> there I am with Burke and hair, and and the words just kind of f- f- flowed out of me. No, I don't mean to describe what it was like <laughs> saying the speech. I want you to tell me the speech. And I said to to Burke and hair, I said, "Oi, Burkey, and you, hairy bear, <laughs> fucking sit down." Listen up. I went a bit northern, I don't know why. That's alright, it's part of your intimidation. It's part of my intimidation <laughs> technique, it's just really frequently changing accents, it's just to set them off kilter. So I go, right, you, you right, yeah, you, 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 you might be sitting down, but listen up. <laughs> Say a vous, <laughs> They're not saying anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you now, what I think of you, <laughs> you've been very naughty boys, <laughs> and it's gonna have to stop, all right? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell your mum and your mum. Don't you think you're getting away with it? <laughs> yeah, Dewey, that's right. I went, oh, lads, lads, it's naughty to do murder. Leave it out. <laughs> I've written a note to your mum. You've let yourself down. You've let the oh no, that's the that's the inflatable boy joke again. <laughs> um Yeah, so that's how it ends. <laughs> that's your speech to make them confess. Yeah, so Yeah. And then I do an Irish jig. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, at that, <clears throat> hair pipes up at this rousing speech. Of course he does, because I've said I'm going to tell his mum. <laughs> Sam says, hair who had been raised in an orphanage <laughs> burst into tears. I'm going to tell your mum. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, you're all guardian. <laughs> tell your nan. Digital says, I'm not angry about these murders, I'm just disappointed. Actually, that is the Mrs. Gosling article. Look, I'm not angry, I'm just 
disappointed. That was my mum's best telling off technique. Mm. Ter- terrifying. Mm. Still works now. I like that in the corner, Asa is just probably in the corner, <laughs> just pissing herself laughing at you. Just... Oi, you two. Asa's just having a whale of a time. Right, so Hair pipes up this rousing speech and does. tells you that the murders took place at A, his lodgings, B, in an alleyway, C, in a public house, like a pub, yeah, or D, the local murder house. Oh, in the local murder house. Every town's got one. No, don't go to the local murder house. You'll get murdered around there. Yeah, that's a piece. You get murdered. You go around the murder house, that's how you get, that's how you get done. It's it. only useful if you want to do a bit of murdering. That's what I said. Great. Uh, yeah, because at the moment, because I've, I've gone, I've gone west country just to really set them off kilter. I'm gonna say, what was the first option? Uh, his lodgings. Oh, probably his lodgings. Well done. Is that right? You're doing good at this. I know. Even with my rousing speech. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because of the rousing speech. Yeah, and I go, go on, tell us, please. Oh. You can whisper it. You whisper it very quietly or write it down. Or you can't. You're illiterate. Well, that's fair enough. (laughs) If if you tell me your secret, I'll tell you one of mine. (laughs) So more often than not, the murders took place in Hare's lodging house. Victims were either lodgers or men and women who had been enticed to come into the lodging for a free drink. Oh, it's like a... What's the name of the famous horror movie with the hotel and everybody died? Oh, Murder Hotel. I don't know. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> it's Craig and Pooglet's latest film, Murder Hotel. Oh, it's just two seconds long. It's just, ah, oh, there's been a murder and I need to check in. Credits. Credits. <laughs> uh, Dewey says of the murder house, oh, it's good curry round there, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth a risk. And then Sam says, an arousing speech. Oh, what can I say? Look. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't put this very dark lipstick on for now. Yes, this is this is a rousing speech lipstick. It's it's very erotic that lipstick. Thanks. I will be borrowing it. Oh, oh you you are you you go right ahead. Thank you. That's all right. Okay. Okay. Glad we can be friends. All right. Fine. So yeah, you make a note of of this information on your pad. On my pad. Yeah. Oh, I want to have sticky notes. Yeah, sure. And then I just want to stick them on the inside of my jacket, like. <laughs> So that when you go out to speak to the police officer... When I go, go out to flash people... You can go, oh, there's the case notes. There you go, there's the case notes. Read that. And then what they do is they get is they get too close to reading them and I go, ah, got ya. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, ah, you little scamp. And they go, oh, people have died, Mrs. Gosling. Can you take this more seriously? And I go, no. <laughs> it also means that wherever I go, because as we all know, they're, they're, not, they're not that sticky, are they? No. Post-its. <laughs> Particularly not on fabric. So wherever I go, I'm just shedding case notes. Like, just shedding actually quite classified information like, sometimes. Like police dandruff. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to read these, but then we're coming back to that. Digital says, welcome to the murder hotel. Check in to a coffin. Dewey says, murder hotel. Two stars on TripAdvisor. There was too much murder and no trouser press. Trouser press. Sam says, ready for the big reveal. Oh, sure. Oh, God. Police dandruff. Police. Yeah. <laughs> Case notes. Case just dropping little mini post-its. Because <clears throat> I feel like Mrs. Gosling is, is only going to buy the very tiny post-its. Yeah. I, I think Mrs. Gosling, like me, likes to buy small things and then hold them in her hand and pretend she's a giant. <laughs> yeah, she can't really write many comprehensive notes. No. Well, you can, but just very, very small. 
with a with a with a that's why I also have to carry around my policing uh magnifying glass. Oh, well, I was just about to ask you for an object. Oh, really? Mm. Well, that my policing magnifying glass and my tiny tiny post-its. Right, so what is your right, so okay. <laughs> Before we get into an argument about this, your policing magnifying glass, do you want to add any properties to it or do you to want the to... the policing magnifying glass, it unveils the truth! It unveils the truth? Yes. Uh, of what? Things that are lies. <laughs> <laughs> On a person? I need to get this because we argue about this because you, you find out what you need to use it for and then you try and change it. Well, because then you say, go on, make it work. So yeah. I, have to, I have to think outside the box. Yeah. So, any properties about it? What about it? Yeah. So, so can you use it on a person? Uh, yes, I can shine it in your eyes. <laughs> make you tell me the truth. And make it makes you tell the truth. Yeah, shine it in your eyes. Well, then why the hell if you have that? Why the <laughs> hell are you even bothering with interviewing? Because I only just found out that I had it. Because I just made it up, Lucy. That's how this works. Do you know what? You know, you can have to choose something else. What? I'm not allowed my police. No, you just because to... I got upset. You're going to have to choose something else. That's not fair. No. Lucy. Because if you have a policing magnifying glass, why the fuck are we doing this? Because if you can just shine at them and make them well, tell you, the truth. You gave me, you gave, you, you said, you said that I could have what I wanted. No. <laughs> no, no, you All can't right, have that one. Fine. I'm going to have two sticks of jelly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two sticks of jelly. Yeah. Some tiny post-its. You can only have one. You can have the two sticks of jelly. <laughs> I hate you. Well, that's what you're having. I'm so, glad you're away. <laughs> what's next? Okay, so yeah. you make a note on your pad to have the police search the house for more evidence of their dastardly deeds. Tiny, tiny, and then I stick it inside my jacket. Then you take out your two sticks of jelly. <laughs> but like jelly before you've made it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I know exactly like what you mean. What in little segments. When, yeah, like what you're supposed to have when you're on a run. Like what dancers eat for energy. shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just pure sugar in a stick. You then take out your two sticks of jelly. Strawberry flavoured. Strawberry flavoured. Yeah, the best flavour. And you place it casually on the table as a (laughs) means of intimidating Birkenhair. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm going to give you a fucking sugar rush, kids. So you just casually pull out two sticks of jelly? Yeah, and I just put them down. And I'm like, look, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. You sort of go... Gonna leave that there? Yeah, just gonna leave that there. Just gonna leave some jelly there. You know what that means. And they do, and that's why they're scared. They place and as a means of intimidating Burke and Hare into answering your next question. What did you do with the bodies after you committed your horrendous crimes? It works! Burke, staring down at his hands, tells you that they placed the bodies into A, a tea chest. Oh god. B, a coffin. Right. C, a cabinet. Or D, I'll tell you anything, just take the jelly off the table. <laughs> well, obviously he says D, because as Derry points out, I'm not threatening to give him a sugar rush. What I'm saying is that this is what happened to the last murder is what we had in here. You turn them into strawberry jelly. I turn them into strawberry jelly. Holy shit. Turn them into gelatin. And then turn that gelatin into jelly. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm... You should not be allowed to, <laughs> to do your job. It might be a cleverly disguised lie. I fucking hope so. I've <laughs> not just been like grinding up murderers and turning them into sticks of jelly. That's not even an acceptable way to behave, is it? No, it's not. It's very <laughs> dark for Mrs. G. I can understand that behaviour from Asa. It's 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 just a threat. Yeah. It's just a little light threat. Yeah. Just a gentle one. Um, I think uh I think they put them in the D chest. 
Yes. Because that's an obscure thing. Yes. Yes. Burke and Hare would then murder their victims, put the corpse in a tea chest, and transport the box through the streets of Edinburgh to Robert Knox. Oh, I have a vague recollection of this now. Out of the corner of your eye, you see Asa stirring. And you can feel a slight amount of anger emanate from her. Yes. You take a deep breath and look at the case file and notice that it states the cause of death for the victims was A. Poison. Yeah. B. Impact trauma. Oh. C. Suffocation. Yeah. Or D. You realise that you can't actually read. <laughs> D. Can't actually read. Can't read. Don't know what's going on, mate. Well confused. I, I reckon they were suffocated because I think they were using the body's first experiments. Well done. Yes. Okay, this is going to be the trigger trumpet. I'm going to talk about death. Death. Okay? Yes. They used a technique known as burking to suffocate their victims. Since the victims' corpse were used uh, to be signed, for, were going to be used for scientific education for future doctors and surgeons. Yeah. Burke and Hare understood that cadavers needed to show no signs of a violent death. Oh God. Poison, strangulation, or wounds would leave obvious marks on the body. Well, this is why I'm thinking. And draw an arrow right to Burke and Hare as the murderers. Right, of course. The two thus devised a chilling way of murdering their victims oh, without God. a trace. Oh God. Burking. Major, major, major trigger, okay? I've just... Tr- trigger trumpet. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. I've just read what Dowie's written and I really hope it's not what, it, what no. it is. Burking. So I'm going to say how they did it. Burke would sit on the victim's chest... Oh, God. ...which reduced airflow in the lungs and oh restricted God. movement... Oh God. ...while hair covered the mouth and nose. Oh, no. This wordlessly suffocated the victims and left no detectable trace on the body. Wow. Trigger warning, over. Okay. We're out the other side of out that Out the other now. side. That's fucking horrific. Yep, isn't it just? That is awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I highlighted in my in my notes where I needed to do the major... Yeah, I did, I saw it. That's yeah. good. I mean, that's a horrible... That's a that's, that's just horrible. I also don't like the, the word for it. I know. It's the word. I know. It's not a nice word. It's not nice at all. Oh. Yep. So, you make a note of this on your paper and hand it to Acer. It. Oh, no, you make a note... On yeah. a piece of paper. Yeah. And hand it to Acer. It says, find Robert Knox and bring it here. Oh, yes. But bring in very it. small letters. Very tiny. She has to get it. She's got a little... I feel like Acer is the sort of woman that is in possession of a small spyglass. Yes. Absolutely. Well, like, she's been like, around since the 1600s. She's got one. She's definitely got one. And Dewey says, remember when burking was a thing that teenage boys did just to each other for fun? Do people do that in the playground? The- did, what? Oh. This is the difference between boys and girls <laughs> in the playground. Let's try and kill each other. Yeah. For funsies. That would yeah. be hilarious. That does sound like something that the teenage boys at my school would have done. Mm. Oh, dicks. Oh, God. Oh, in between God. setting light to their hands. And freezing their nipples off with links. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. bring find Robert Knox and bring him here. Yes. Acer vanishes. Yeah, of course she does. The two murderers look at you in terror, and you smile in a cool way. You say, "Oh, don't, don't worry your pretty little heads about <laughs> it. It's only my demon friend. She'll be back. Shh, sleep now." <laughs> so cool. And I just, and then I just do this down their face. Yeah, and then I just stroke right down the middle of each of their faces. <laughs> Shh, sleep. Sleep now. <laughs> that is intimidating. That's fucking freaky. 
Well, I've stopped playing Mrs. Nice Gosling now. Now, now I know what they've been up to. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Before you wrap up for the day and send them back off to their jail cells, you ask them to expand on who this Robert Knox person is. They yeah. reply, A, he's a doctor and professor at the Royal College of Surgeons of Edinburgh. Mm. B, he's a go-between man. He procures buyers for cadavers. Right. C, he's another murderer who would aid them in their in, in who would aid them in order to help them avoid detection. Yeah. Or D, he's just a guy who smells a fish. He's just a guy. He's just a guy who smells a fish. He's just a guy who smells a fish. He's just a fish guy. He's a fish guy. I don't know. <laughs> Can he be a guy that smells a fish and also a, a doctor? But I can't remember if it's A or B. I can't remember if he's a doctor or if he was just like the middleman. I think he's a doctor. Yes, he is. Yes. You've got a hundred percent in this. So May. far, I, I'm so. I mean, I'm. I'm glad I've. I've not fucked this one up because you know these. these <laughs> it turns out your weird tactics are working. My we- shh now sleep now. Digital says he's a brine boy. <laughs> he's a brine boy. Uh, oh, Derry says, oh, he's a fishy guy smelling of all the fish. <laughs> and that you've jinxed it now by saying that I'm doing well. You stand up, giving yeah. them a long, hard stare. Oh, a, Paddington, a Paddington stare. Yeah. Yes. Pick up your jelly. <laughs> Stick oh. that in my pocket. And walk out of the room. Actually, no, I don't think I put it in my pocket. I think I sort of, I think I just put it between my boobs <laughs> to melt a bit for later. Yeah. She's so fucking weird. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's my cleavage jelly. That's where I'm making it. <laughs> She's so fucking weird. Right, you you accuse me of making Mrs. Gosling weird, right? You accuse me, you say, oh, I didn't write the story. Right, this is a pretty normal story, right, isn't it? This is a normal story. I feel like you set me up for a fall. No, you make it weird. I mean, I absolutely love it because that's the whole point of the show. Without you making it weird, it's just two people just having a chat. But I just, I feel like it should be noted that on paper, I don't write anything that's actually fucking ludicrous. Apart from all the ludicrous stuff that I sometimes write. Um everything's fine leave me and my cleavage jelly alone Mm -hmm. so you pick up your jelly and you walk out the room yeah obviously this is going to be an easy case but a tough one emotionally yeah you need to speak to Robert Knox and that's why I've got my cleavage jelly (laughs) for afters what? (laughs) for energy for afters my emotional cleavage jelly (laughs) That's my... That's my... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (sighs) Yeah. Cool. Right? Yeah. So, it's not going to be tough. It's going to be tough emotionally. Yeah. You need to speak to Robert Knox. I do, yeah. You hope that Asa will be back soon. She will be. For part two. (gasps) Oh, it's a two-parter. Maybe a bit more. Stop! Because I enjoy writing this. And this is exciting. As we know, as we know, I just do what I like now. I, I do what I want. I do it. I find a thing that I like writing about. And I write. I, I do what I want. I do that it. was a good one. I liked that a lot. Thanks. No, instantly. 
No, incidentally. <gasps> no, incidentally. God, well, because it's a two-parter. That's true. Well, incidentally, later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I feel I feel glad to be back in Mrs. God- Gosling's jammy jammy shoes. Yeah, because this is the first time we've been back with Mrs. Gosling for a while. For a while. Yeah, she sort of she had a little break after a big battle. Well, she had to get all that cleavage jelly out of her. <laughs> She's just. She had to refresh the cleavage. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, how wonderful isn't it that that now we know that Steven Seagal is on board with the production, playing Stephen Muck Seagal. <laughs> Stephen Muck Seagal. I like it. Demi says that Jelly isn't supporting anything. You don't hear about the man who built his house on trifle. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though, it was trifling hard. Oh, Bin, go on. <laughs> Your little happy laughing face made some giggles. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad that we should we prick should we corner if we got. Time? Yeah, we've got time. I would like you to draw for me. Yes, Mrs. Gosling's policing outfit. Oh well, that's that's good. What I mean? Oh, what is it? What what era are we in, please? Uh, Eighteen twenty-eight. What does that look like? <laughs> We don't have enough time for me to describe the entirety of 1828. <laughs> yeah, but what sort It of... was Edinburgh, so it was cold. Yeah. Uh, wet and raining, because we're in the winter. Uh, cloaks. It cloaks? Cloaks. 1820. I'm just doing a quick Google. Hang on. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be on brand. I mean, I want it to be on brand. Okay. Okay, we're talking, we're talking top hats and... All right. I'm with you. High trousers. Gotcha. Bonnets. Well, I think we can safely assume that high trousers are a thing. High trousers, Throughout bonnets. History. I, 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 right, I'm, okay, I'm on it. All right. Yeah. All right. Draw yeah. along at home, cats and kittens. Draw along at home, cats and kittens. One minute on the clock. Mrs. G, I'm, I'm going to do aces. Mrs. Gosling's policing outfit. And I'm going to do aces. Detective inspector outfit. Yes. How I've managed to elevate myself to detective inspector, I'm not totally confident. <laughs> but, you know, at least I'm good at my job. Yeah, you are good at your job, actually. <laughs> I don't know why I sound surprised at that. <laughs> Even though I bop- bopped him on the nose. Right, okay, you ready? Right, okay, you ready? One minute on the clock. Uno momento. Uno momento, por favor. Do. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, go. Right, okay. Stop. Fuck-a-doodles. You stop immediately. No, I'm not. You do it all the time. You're, 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 no, you can't carry on. I can. No, you can't. I can if you are. No, because... Look, I'm doing it. Stop it. Ooh, look at me doing stop. drawing still. Oh, God, no. No, you stop it. No, you stop it. No, you stop it. No, you stop. No. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying. No, you're lying. I've stopped drawing. No, you've not. I have. You've not. I have. You've not. I've stopped drawing. You've not. I have. Lucy, you're such a dick. Um, no. Stop it. I think in the track record, you oh, fib... a very similar outfit. You fib more than me. Oh! What, so, an, ac- what an accusation to make her. Who are people going to believe? <laughs> Terry says, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. And D- Digital says, your methods are bloody mad, but your results are crazy good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, wouldn't, right. it, wouldn't it be good if more more policing could be done just on the strength of jelly? <laughs> what a wonderful world it, it, it would, would be. be. Right, okay. So, as you can see, she's wearing a full-length cloak. 
And she's actually wearing a jumpsuit, but it's kind of like a military jumpsuit with buttons uh, uh, all the way down. Ooh. Yeah, it, but it is, and what it's fabric black. Are we talking? Like a he- like a heavy wool. You're so sexy. Thank you. Oh, like a sort of like a military wool, like a woolen. Plow. Yeah, yeah. And there's on the side there is Safe. a there's a there's a seam. Well, we're in Edinburgh in eighteen fucking twenty eight. It's true. In the I mean, winter, it's going to be chilly. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to get nippy. And she's got a bowler hat that is to the side. Yeah. Tilted to the side. A and a floor-length black heavy cloak. Oh, God. That's a lot of weight she's carrying around. She's incredibly strong. She is. I mean, she is benching cloak. Yeah. There's a bell sleeve on the... A bell sleeve? Yeah. It's bell-bottom and bell-sleeved. I There's a jumpsuit. See. All black with just what a, what a, silver, silver, silver buttons. buttons down the front. Silver buttons. Silver and a nice stiff collar. Sure. Well, I mean... I would expect nothing less. I mean, it would be, it would almost be weird if, given the stiffness of the rest of the outfit, the collar was like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. Oh, don't you hate it when you bring a shirt home and you've you've had a lovely night and then you get into bed and the collar goes limp. <laughs> Isn't that nice? What a world. What a world, you know. You've world. met a lovely shirt. You've had a great time. And it's... You, there's something between you. But... But then all of a sudden, you know, you, you finally pluck up the courage to bring the shirt back home. And then your collar goes limp. And then the collar goes limp. Look, we've always happened to everyone. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's your fine. your collar can too go limp. It's, <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> right, go on. Uh, this is Mrs. Gosling's uh, policing outfit, as you can see. It's a, it's a skirt, big, big dress, big dress, but then a sort of uh, fitted... Jacket with a with a that all sort of kicks out at the back, kind of like a suit jacket, but again woolly in wool, mm-hmm. like a like a like a thick like mm. a military mm. almost with a stiff collar. But obviously that is so that she can open it and flash her sticky notes if she needs to. She also wears a top hat mm-hmm. where she can keep spare secrets, jelly, jelly, objet d'art, and bric-a-brac, bric-a-brac, jam jars. Nice pebbles. A mouse she found. <laughs> uh, so that's what she keeps on there. And then uh, you can see there's quite a, there's a very large cuff on that. Mm. And that is, uh, that is just for collecting popcorn. <laughs> when, when, you, when you're eating it. Yeah. it all goes down your front. Yep. Yeah. And then you can just sort of collect it up and put it in your, in your big collar. In your big cuffs. Cuffs. Well. To eat for later. That's lovely. That's... Well, I mean, her methods work, so... <laughs> her methods work. Yeah, and then you can see it's a little bit open at the front so that she can easily access her cleavage jelly. Mm. And Digital says it's a big big skirt for big crimes. Yeah. That is, ex- that is exactly what it's like. And as we know, Mrs Gosling likes to hide things under her skirt as well. Yeah, small, small. collective things she, that she likes. Beach balls, chocolate. Kittens. Kittens. Face masks. Yeah. Utensils, Blu-ray DVDs. <laughs> um, right, so right. let's name a moustache. No, you name yours. I'm going to name my moustache. Yeah. Burke and Hare, can you please take this register to the school office, please? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to name mine Stephen Muxagal. <laughs> uh, the most Scottish of all the policemen. I'm mostly enjoying just imagining Stephen Scal doing, doing Scottish, Scottish accent. accent. That's what that that is. Go on, show us your folds. That's not an acceptable way to speak to ladies. 
Right. I see no lady here. <laughs> Never been so fucking insulted in my life. Never been so fucking insulted in all my life. Right. Uh, first fold. Catch it. it. No. Catch it. No, I don't want to catch it. Catch the fold. All right. Okay, I'm holding it. Very still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat the fold. I wasn't going to eat it. Okay. First fold. The fold is... wants to get away. <laughs> the fold has gone away. Ah, God. <laughs> Bless it. First fold is wash your handy pandies. Okay. Yeah, all right. Stop dancing. Second fold. Shall I let the second fold out? There it is. Oh, now, now they're, they're both now dancing. They're, now they're both stop mate. Stop mating. They're attacking you. Oh, God. Second fold is, of course... Stop it. Thank you. Second fold... <laughs> stop it. I can see you. <laughs> second fold... Second fold is, is, is just stay safe and stay healthy. That's going to be the new second fold. Yeah, cool. Stop it. Third fold. Difficult third fold. Yeah. We're available on Apple Podcasts. If this is the difficult fold, what are the other two doing? That's the middle child. That's yeah. the middle fold. Yeah, go on. Uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes come out every Tuesday with occasional Saturdays. Special. <gasps> Fourth fold is, of course, please listen and like and subscribe. And if you like us and you like all the things that we do, then do tell you... Stop it. <laughs> do tell your friends about us. And if you hate us and you hate everything you do, then screw you. Uh, but tell your enemies, because we'll have them even if you don't want them. And then, of course, the fifth and final fold... <laughs> All right, okay, I'm going to let the folds go. You behave yourself now. I'll see you. I'm watching you. Come on. Over as you. Don't give them the, your rousing speech. <laughs> I'm going to do my rousing speech. Fifth and final fold is... Uh, this is how I like to enter an interview room. What, just to immediately... Yeah, just a barrage of noise. Just to really <laughs> set people off kilter. This is, uh, this is what they... they 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 teach mm. police officers in the 1800s to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very tried and tested technique. Mm-hmm. It's it's second only to jelly. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>